What is going on, Strong Tower Podcast listeners? Yeah, I'm by myself today. Um, no guests this week. I think I just needed some time and just to decompress from all of it because I was doing a lot. So just want to have some time to myself. So I'm going to just do this by myself today. And there's a lot of things I didn't, I haven't gotten to talk about and because I had guests on. So I wanted to first off, um, give my condolences and to the golden family. Um, I've been praying for you every single day and I can't even imagine how hard it is to lose someone um I had just talked to Nick the week before and it was surreal to me it was I was confused um why this was happening I didn't I wasn't ready for that and it really caught me off guard but um I heard he had a nice funeral and people got to say nice things about him and notice how great of a person he was, even though he struggled with his own things. And I really hope that if you're out there, you're listening to this, and you listen to the podcast I had with Nick, that you can take something from that. You can learn from it and and clean your act up. Because that doesn't, it doesn't have to end for you, you know? You can... Um, Find help and, you know, find someone that, um, or some place that can give you the help that you need to get you clean or to just clear your mind or whatever it is you have to do, man. I know it's not easy and you can't do it alone, but you also have to want to do it yourself because everyone around you wants it bad for you. But unless you want it bad yourself, nothing's ever going to happen. Um, so it was, a, it was a hard time, man. And um, there's a lot of things that people are sharing out there that you can help donate to um, the funeral fund to help their his family pay for the funeral because those aren't cheap. Um. There's someone that made uh, wristbands that say hashtag stay golden and that all those uh, profits go to the funeral fund. There's a GoFundMe page out there on Facebook that you can look up for Nick Golden. And if you're if you're looking to support in any other way to support people with um, depression or bipolar, you can um, send something to the DBSA Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance. And if you just look them up, uh, it'll have their address and where to send it. And it's really important to 
notice these things in people around you, depression isn't easy to see. You know, um, I've known a couple of people now that have hurt themselves or really deal with a deep depression. And it's really something that you just have to get to know the person. You have to be able to want to reach out and just not take their answer that everything's okay because everything's not. You know, they're just hiding they're hiding behind a mask and they're really dealing with something that's not easy for them. So that's why they put that smile on their face all the time. But so yeah, I wanted I wanted to start the podcast with that. And we'll start it right here cuz I want to start on a on a good note. And, but I just wanted to get that out of the way that I'm really praying for the family um, every single day. And um, I really enjoyed talking to Nick and everything he had to say. And I really, really, really hope that his words can help people and really get out there and people can learn from it. So his name isn't in vain, you know, that he really... Uh, He's touched a lot of people in this world, more so than I even imagined. So just let his words touch your heart, you know, and help yourself. So let's get it going, guys. Alright, so I wanted to talk about a little bit about... Well, today is, what's today? Today is, hold on, I gotta look at my phone for that. I never know what day it is. Tuesday, September 10th. Um, beautiful day out. Sun shining, uh, fall's definitely coming here in Delaware. And, you know, tomorrow is September 11th. There, yeah, I know. There's a lot of conspiracies and whatever, blah, blah, blah. I don't care how it happened, honestly. I care why it happened. I care that over 3,000 people lost their lives because of that shit. You know, and there's so many countries out there that probably don't like us. And if we didn't have the military that we have, it'd probably happen a lot more. You know, I don't know how or why it happened in the first place. But it really, I always go back to, because I was only in sixth grade. I don't know where you were, but don't you remember the time where you were? You know the exact place that you were when you found out that happened. You know, and I always feel bad because, like, I was in sixth grade, so I had no idea what the Twin Towers were. I didn't know what the Pentagon was. I just cared that I got out of school. You know, we got to go home early. And um, all I saw on TV was planes flying in the buildings. And I felt sad about that. But I didn't really learn more until I got older, and now I understand it a lot more. And it's it's still painful to um even think about to think about the families that had to get those phone calls from people that were in the plane from people that were in the buildings working 
from fire the firefighters from the uh the police officers all those different people that put their lives on the line but yet today we forget about that you know if there was something like that happening we're waiting for those firefighters we're waiting for those um paramedics or those EMTs or those police officers you know, but when nothing's really going on, you want to hate on them. But anyway, you know, tomorrow's September 11th, and um, we're doing the podcast today, but still, I want to take just a small like moment of silence um, for all those families, loved ones that were in that tragedy. You know, it's even though I wasn't anywhere near it. Um, it's still sad because I put myself in those families' positions, and to think about what they had to go through is just unfathomable. And I don't think I could be able to deal with that. And you know, I really hope that uh, people, people, you know, it's something that brought people together. And I wish like it didn't take that much. To bring people together. You know, it always takes some kind of tragedy or death to do that. So, um, I just wish, like, we could all come together, but in this moment, like, I just want to take a moment of silence real quick. Alright, now I gotta try to get out of this sad mood, <laughs> I put myself in a dark place, but um, I think that stuff had to be said, it had to be talked about, you know, I have to bring it up, but anyway, I wanted to talk about switching gears totally, I wanted to talk about um, my business, Strong Tower Nutrition. Um, I know I put out a post a while ago on the Strong Tower Nutrition Instagram and Facebook. And it's kind of explaining to people what I do. So really what I do is I'm a retailer. I carry a product that I completely believe in um, that I've been using probably ever since it came out, ever since the uh, the Baileys started this brand. I've been using their product, products, and when I decided to create this business, this is the one product that came to mind, and I was fully sold on it. I'm really... Um, I really want y'all to try it. You know, it's called Run Everything Labs. And it's by two great people who have experience with um, animals. They have a little farm and everything. So they're very, one of them is vegan. One is ovo-pescatarian or something, I think. So they're very dedicated in, into what they do. And they put all the thought into their supplements for 
people that think the way they do. People that have that love for animals the way they do. Now, I love animals, but I also still eat meat. And so I'm not really, I'm not into the vegan, vegetarian lifestyle. Because um, I just don't think about the way it's made. (laughs) I know how it's made. I don't want to think about it, you know, because I do like uh, eating chicken. I do love eating turkey and steak and and all that kind of stuff. So I really put more thought into the products to for a more healthy lifestyle because in product it's not just meat they're using different fillers to just fill up the uh ingredient list in different product in different say like protein you know they'll put the uh genetically modified stuff in there um they'll put uh proprietary blends they'll make a they'll make up a little blend and they won't even tell you what it what's in there so I wanted to get away from that. I wanted to show people that don't work out, that aren't in the gym, about those kind of supplements. That they're going to be better for you when you're just trying to live your life. So my goal is to show you guys that. So my products, the, the ones that I sell, I don't make them. I'm just selling them. You know, um, It's just like going to a GNC, but I don't have a physical store yet. Mine is online. So um, with me, you will you will get it a little faster than you would with um, getting it off their website. Um, and they are cheaper. But um, I want you to know that it's not just for gym people. People think supplements are, oh, I don't go to the gym, so I don't need protein. Um, I don't need something for energy, you know, you know what I mean? But it is, it is, it is for you. You know, if you're, if you want to lose weight, you still have a, a certain number you have to hit for your caloric intake, how many calories you're taking in a day, you know, that's going to help you burn that fat, you know, and protein can get you there, you know, and it's about how the protein makes you feel. You know, some people go by, oh, the protein makes me feel great. I'm not bloated. I'm not gassy because it has no whey in it. So it's not going to make you feel that way. And um, you could still gain muscle with plant-based protein. It's possible despite what you hear. Um, You could still uh, gain muscle. You could still burn fat. You know, it adds calorie. It adds yeah, it adds calories to your caloric intake. Instead of eating all the all different types of protein, you know what I mean. Um, I know for vegans and vegetarians and all those Aryans or whatever, it's hard to find different types of proteins. And this is just something to add to it. This is something you can add and supplement into your diet. That's why they're called supplements. Because they're not meant to do the full job. They're meant to just boom, like help you get to where you want to go. So also when you're taking a supplement, keep in mind, it's not going to do the work for you. I think a lot of people get um, get confused with that. They expect, oh, this, this supplement didn't do this for me. Well, yeah, because you weren't doing 
this, that, and the third, whatever it has to be. And, you know, you have to have some type of eating regimen. Not so much a diet, but something that you're disciplined with. Whether it be tracking your calories, tracking your macros, whether you're vegan, whether you're just eating clean, like the bro diet, or a bodybuilder, you know? Just anything. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't even have to have a name. You know, it just has to be some type of discipline. And where you're not just going all loosey-goosey and just eating everything in the world. You know, some people just watch their portion sizes and they lose weight. You know, it all depends on your body type too. You can find out where it works for you. Yeah, it might take some trial and error. But you can also just find out where it works for you. You know, take the time to just try it. But yeah, so we carry many different types of supplements. And if you go to stnutrition.com. You can just shop there and just look around. Um, I can't think of the prices on the top of my on the top of my head, but you can uh, go there. You have the price listed, prices listed. Um, we have different. Um, I don't even know what you would call it. Swag, I guess. We got like uh, drawstring bags. We got um, stress balls. We got shakers, we got um, the athletic water bottles that are great for any type of sport. You know, football season's coming up. Those are great for um, having your kid just squirt throughout, through the helmet, something like that. Um, but we have so many things, and it's for everyone. You know, I chose a brand that that has supplements that work for everyone. And that's one of the reasons why I chose it because I don't want I don't care about just people in the gym. I care about the people outside the gym that aren't getting that help. You know that aren't trying to do anything with their their diet, you know what I mean? That can take a multivitamin or could take some omega-3s or if they're dealing with uh joint inflammation and stuff like that. They don't have to go to the doctor every week. They could take something like the AMF that we have, um, which is our joint formula, and and see if that works for them. You know, I've had plenty of people that have taken it and said, wow, within a week, they say, oh, wow, I don't feel the same pain I used to. You know, again, it's not going to cure you. It's going to just take the pain down because it's lubricating your joints. You know, it's kind of... Um, being like a self-massager through your muscles, you know what I mean? So it's going to take away that soreness or that tightness. Um, we have very popular Onward, which is like your basic energy drink. It's just a powder that you pour into your water bottle. That's all it is, you know? But the thing about it is it's it doesn't have um, the amount of sugar that you're going to get or the amount of artificial flavoring and sucralose, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it has artificial flavoring, but not the amount you'll find within Red Bull, within Monster, even with Bang. You know, you're going to get a cleaner version of an, ener- an energy drink 
You know what I mean? And the big thing with me is there's no crash to it. You know? It, um, yeah, you'll have your highs when you first drink it, but then you keep that, you keep that energy throughout the day. And then it's not like you crash and burn when you're finally finished it. You know, like you still, you're still able to keep going. Um, so those are the types of things that we carry at Strong Tower Nutrition. And again, our website is stnutrition.com. And um, if you go on over there, you can, uh, whatever you're checking out. I mean, um, we have a couple promos going on this month. So this month you get an onward. Um, with every onward purchase, you get a free stress ball, which are pretty cool. They're like little footballs. So I'll use it all the time. And um, if you would like to check out, you put in promo code STRONG, S-T-R-O-N-G. So if you do that, go ahead and save yourself, uh, I think it's like 20%. So you get 20% off. You know, not a bad deal, man. Um, anyway, getting away from that. How many of you guys are NFL fans? You know, man, I couldn't wait for football to start, you know. Um, I'm usually a big college football person, but uh, my college team is West, the West Virginia Mountaineers. So, ah, not doing too hot. Not doing too hot. So, um, so yeah. So <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking at my phone. But I got uh, I got more into the NFL. The NFL seems to be more exciting uh, now for some reason. Maybe it's because it's the first week. Um, but you know my Philadelphia Eagles, baby. You know, scared the shit out of me at first. Uh, first half was really bad, really bad. Played awful. You know, I think there was just uh, trying to get used to everything. None of them played in preseason, so I think that really helped them. Uh, come out in the second half because there were two different teams. Two different teams came out of the second half, and um, first half they were down seventeen nothing. So I didn't give them a loss at that time, but I was nervous because sometimes they'll play the exact same way. You know, they'll do that. You'll you'll have time to make adjustments, and then they come out in the second half and just play the exact same way, which I I just can't stand it. So, they came out in the second half and just started whooping some ass. Oh, my gosh. You know, I'm just walking around. I'm listening to it. And I'm just, like, pounding my fist. I'm like, yeah. You know, I'm just, oh, so hyped. Because I believe in um, you got you to gotta beat the teams that you, that you know you can beat. The Redskins aren't one of those teams that you should be losing to. You know? Okay, if it's like the Patriots, um, what other teams can beat? Yeah, that's probably about it. <laughs> probably only the Patriots I would accept a loss to. Um, I think any other team, like, we, we should be beating. So, as long as everyone stays healthy, I think we're good. Um... And I think you just have to realize, I think Doug Peterson has to realize, like, what running back is, like, 
having a game. You know, like Jordan Howard had two two touches with twelve yards. Okay, why don't you keep giving him the ball? You know what I mean? Until they stop him. But then that's what they did in the second half. They started pulling him out, and then he just started um, racking up the yards. So I was glad that Doug listened to me on that one. Um, and all the other games I don't really care about. I don't care about the other teams. I don't have a secondary team I really root for. Um, but yeah, man. Love watching the NFL. Love watching the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they're my team. Yes, I'm one of those people that say we. Because that's my team. Yeah, I'm not on the team. I know that. You know? But that's my team. That's the one I've been rooting for since I was born. You know, I've never rooted for another team in my life. I'm Philadelphia everything. No matter if they suck, no matter if they're good, doesn't matter. You know? But yeah, so. And I was going to talk about Adrian, not Adrian. Antonio Brown going to the Patriots. But you know what? I just don't feel like it. <laughs> dude just ah, dude just annoying. I was surprised he even got another job. I really thought he wasn't going to get another job. But um trying to see. Yeah, so they signed him for 15 mil. For on for one year, nine million dollar signing bonus. So you know what I'm thinking, what everyone else is thinking. You know I'm thinking that this was all a setup. Like the Patriots knew that he wanted to come there, and they I think they were talking behind the Raiders' back. So there was already something going on there. I just don't I don't know what it was or how long it's been going on, but I think. He might have done all that stuff on the Raiders on purpose. They said, you know what? Create some drama, and then they'll release you, and then we'll sign you. They signed him within hours. So that means they had to have that deal already in paper, already on paper. They had that deal ready. You know, so, so you know, I got skeptical hippo-wise on that one, you know. So, um, we'll see what happens. We'll see if he, uh... If he actually does something for him or if he just start, tries to stir up some shit. But I think that'll tell us. I think that'll tell us that um, that he was really just trying to get off the Raiders. Because the Patriots said, hey man, we'll sign you if uh, you just got to start some drama. But he also had to see last week that they don't need him. <laughs> so... Doesn't matter what he does, they'd be like they'll kick him to the curb no matter what because like they don't need him. They can win without him. They won him. They won without him for years. Cause Josh Gordon is just coming out of nowhere, man. That dude is an animal. Dude's another uh, just a different animal. But it's funny. I watched the um. Khabib and Dustin Poirier fight the other night. It was uh, UFC 242. Uh, 
great fight. I was just a little confused. A little confused to why Dustin Poirier was looking towards his corner so many times. And I'm surprised. Um, I watched the uh, the fight companion that Joe Rogan, Brendan Schaub, and all them do during a fight. None of them mentioned that. So, they, so it must be normal. But not in any fight that I've seen. I've never seen someone look to his corner so many times. You know, like him and Khabib were wrapped up and he's trying to pull his head out so he can, you know, look to his corner. I don't know. Like, can't you just listen to him? I don't know why you got to look at him. But you should already have the confidence that you know what you're going to do. You've been planning for this for months. So you should know what you're going to do already. You should know how to get out, out of that position. You shouldn't need to... You know, look at your coaches. But um, there were glimpses that of uh, Dustin Poirier that really showed that he could win that fight. But I just didn't think he was going to. I didn't think he was going to. He had him in a, um, was it a guillotine? I think he had him in a guillotine. And um, Khabib just slipped out of it because he, he had it tight. You know, um, thing was snug, but I think uh, Khabib was just too good, and he just ended up getting out of it. And Dustin was losing power. You know, he put out a lot of energy for someone that just trains for power against someone that's has high endurance and also strong as hell. So he's beating you in two different things. Meanwhile, you're gassing out. There's nothing more you can do. Because then he couldn't even defend himself when Khabib um, took his back. So, and there were times he got a couple shots on Khabib. So, um, it could have ended. Could have ended. If he hit him with the right, you know, the right amount of uh, punches or hit him in the right spot. But, you know, Khabib was just too good. Too good. You know, and I think Tony Ferguson is really the only one in the UFC that could probably beat him. So I really hope they make that happen, and that's going to be exciting. It's going to be real exciting. But then after that, I don't know what fights you make after that. Really don't. I know Khabib wants to fight GSP, but again, it's not like fighting the GSP from back in the day. You know, he's not in his prime. Even if you beat him, you know, the, the whole argument is, oh, what do you beat him in his prime? You know, so it, it's hard to tell. But what fight do you make after Khabib Ferguson? What else is there? Like big names. You know, nothing that really stands out to me. Because Connor's not going to fight again. People keep saying that. I just don't think he's going to fight again. He wants to keep his name relevant in fighting. But he's not going to. Um, yeah, I just don't think he's going to fight again. So. There's that. And then I spent the whole day um, last Friday, I think it was, binging um, 13 Reasons Why. Because <laughs> I watched the first two, you know, and you got to always keep keep it going. You know, I just don't, I didn't want to stop because it ended real interesting, you know. 
like I don't want to. If you guys are still watching it, like you might want to turn this off because I might spoil some things. But I don't care because I think it's been out long enough. Um, let me see. Okay, so I found this website because I wanted to see what other people thought of it. Compared to what I thought of it. And I think. <laughs> I honestly think other people. Pay attention better than I do. I don't know. Um, I'm not really a detailed person when it comes to shows. I really like to. I just pay attention and I become interested. You know. I'm not into the details. It's more like the whole thing. It's like the premise. Like the whole um, story. You know. Um, I mean, my wife mentioned it did become a little pretty little liars ish, um, in season three, which I, I do agree to a certain extent. Um, they do have things that are real that happen in schools every single day, but the point of the pretty little liars thing is I think that, uh, kids, hiding these secrets and of murder and all that kind of stuff like uh how many how many times is that gonna happen you know where kids are that good about trying to deep like um devise a plan to cover a murder and all this other stuff you know um i definitely think it's more real than pretty little liars but that's just me um just because they do have things going on in schools that are just like this and they might not portray them as bad that it could be. Um, but it's definitely stuff that kids are facing. I mean, you got bullying um, to the highest extent, which they showed at the end of season two, which I still can't. Uh, I can't even fathom it. Like, I just it makes me sick to my stomach. You know, they got um, violence. Um, they got sex, you know, of course, they got, you know, they hit on abortion, they hit on different issues that, um, people in, that kids in high school that deal with, you know, I think a lot of parents don't know how hard high school is. I think they got to, uh, they got to put their, their self in their kids shoes and they have to pay attention. So, this article is 13 Reasons Why I Couldn't Stand 13 Reasons Why Season 3. So, there's 13 of these reasons this person wrote. A couple of them may spoil it for you, so that's why I want to let you know. If you're still watching it, then you might want to skip ahead of this. So, and this is one of, this is one of the things I agree with. Because they put this girl, Ani, in this show. And all of a sudden, she knows everything that, that happened in the previous years. I'm like, wait, what? I was like, how does she know all this stuff? Like, <laughs> like she just got to that school. And, like, she's she's calling people out on their shit and all this other stuff. And I'm like, what? I was like, if someone did that to me, I'm like, bro, you just got here. Like, what? So that was the first one. Ani's instant friendships with literally everyone. 
Because that's what I thought, too. I'm like, how is she friends with people so fast? I went to a new high school my uh, freshman year. It didn't, I, I made friends, like, towards the end of the year. <laughs> it didn't take me. It took me a long time, I think. Uh, second one is Ani's voiceover narration. Uh, that didn't bother me that much. Uh, third is so much Ani lurking. I don't know what that means. Oh, she was just like around every corner. She was always in the scene, like paying attention or whatever. Yeah, that didn't bother me either. The flashbacks. I mean, I it took me a little while to catch on to the flashbacks because I couldn't tell. So, with the regular everyday life, they had like uh, the black bars. So, they had it in like a wider screen. And it was kind of like grayish. And um, the flashbacks, they would take away the widescreen, make it full screen, and it would be colored. So you would think it would be the opposite, but so they did it that way, which is, it's fine. It switches things up. Um, It just took me a while to get it. I was just confused for a second. Um, The oversimplification of hashtag me too. I don't know. I don't think they oversimplified it. I think they made it so people understand it. Because I think that's what you have to do when you make a TV show. You can't make it too complicated. Especially when you're making something like this where kids are going to watch it. You got to make it so they understand it. So like if they see it, they know what it is. You know, so I think the person writing this forgets that like what the demographic is probably going to be. Um, the ridiculous number of issues. I don't know. I guess they're talking about like how many people like have secrets and there's like everyone, every single person has an issue, you know, where you don't know that happens in schools all the time. You know, everyone has their issue. So why is there too many issues? How are you going to say there's too many, you know, because everyone's going to have their thing. Um, a lot of emphasis on secrets doesn't bother me. Clay generally being an asshat. Uh, I don't know about that. I think. Um. I think they portray Clay as being a great, just regular person. You know, I think in TV shows sometimes when they're when they portray high schoolers, they um they wouldn't they don't ask the questions like they do in high school like a high schooler would, or they don't not or they ask too many questions. You know, um. So, like for example, for this whole Clay. Being an asshat thing. It says, um, when he finds out Tony hasn't told him about his family being taken by ice, Clay doesn't initially talk, doesn't initially ask Tony how he's doing or how he can help. His immediate response is to be pissed that Tony didn't tell him about what happened sooner. Okay. Anyone else would act that way too. You have two choices on how to act. Okay, he chose that way. 
I'm sure after the fact, you probably thought and be like, oh, shit, I didn't really ask him how he's feeling, how he's doing. I was thinking about myself. Because in that way, Clay was generally a little bit selfish. Um, But that's the only way I think he was. Every time, he was trying to help other people. And sometimes, I think he was so caught up in helping other people that he would forget how to really act himself. You know, I think there was a lot on his mind. Um, Mrs. Baker's voicemail. So, you know the voicemail when she was at Hannah's cemetery and she was drunk. And um, it says, I understand why Olivia would be upset and crying and drunk and inclined to reach out to someone. But why reach out to the boy who had an unrequited crush on her daughter? Okay, so this is like, when I saw that, I was like, bro, did you watch the show at all? Like the last two seasons? Clay was like the closest person to her daughter. And she and he was also friends with her. You know what I'm saying? So if you're a parent and your son or daughter passes away, you're probably going to reach out to the closest people near them. Duh. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just common sense to me, but it says it makes it more strange. That doesn't, I don't know. The person writing this doesn't seem, um, isn't thinking logically or like isn't good socially or I don't know. I don't know. That's just me. Um, the fact that there are 13 episodes. Okay, get over it. Um, even the episode titles are freaking long. Who cares? That's really something you don't like about it? That's ridiculous. See, I think they're just pulling a straw. They're just like trying to pick something out of the fucking hat, you know? They're trying to find anything. The confusing treatment of Bryce. Um, I didn't see any confusing things about Bryce at all. I saw that they were making him someone who was trying to change from his old ways. But then at certain instances, he would go back to what he was. Because it's showing him that he's not going to be able to change. It's not saying that all those people can't change. It's just that what they're the character that they're portraying isn't going to change um, from his ways. Because he really has an issue. You know? Um, I think this person is probably thinking too much, (laughs) probably thinking, trying, trying to pull up something that's not there. You know, I think they're trying to just make up something that's not there. Um, let me see. And the last one is, and there's the whole Monty thing. Okay. What's the whole Monty thing? Mm-hmm. Character, which is why it doesn't feel like a bad thing when Alex's father, W. Bill Standall, who is fully aware of his son's role in Brace's death, pins the murder on Monty. Why? Because Monty has an obscenely brief amount of time being arrested for using a broomstick to rape Tyler. 
the student who teetered on the edge of becoming a school shooter in season two, then put in jail where Monty is killed in his cell. Did the cops have the evidence they needed to charge Monty with either of these crimes? Okay, look. It's a TV show. It's probably not going to be that accurate with um, someone going to jail or whatever. They're doing what fits the story, what fits the narrative. You know what I mean? And the narrative is, hey, the kids want to pin it on Monty because guess what? He's already in jail. Um, and then he ends up dying in jail. So at the end, Ani tells um, the deputy... Hey, let the dead bury the dead. And everything's squashed. They don't got to worry about no court, no nothing. And the deputy protects his son, who actually killed um, Bryce. So, all in all, so those are the 13, um, what was it? 13 reasons why I hate. Oh, 13 Reasons Why I Couldn't Stand, 13 Reasons Why, Season 3. Um, I think a lot of those were dumb, but it was a good article to talk about, and it made me think about how I thought about the show, and I'm definitely watching the next season when it comes out, because I still I love following this show, and... Um, I think it could still I think it still gives people perspective. You know, it may me it may be not someone's full truth. They may have gone through it 10 times harder or it may have been not that hard for them with certain things. But I think people that are in those situations it gives them closure to be like, oh, "Okay, there's other people that go through this and this was worse than what I went through." Or this isn't close to what I went through, or blah blah blah, you know. Um, but with a TV show like that, you can only take it to a certain extent, man. You can't make it. Um, I think the whole Tyler and Broomstick thing was. Uh, I don't know. It was hard. It was hard to watch. It made me angry. It made me pissed off. It made me want to fight. Um, the fact that I even, my mom knows someone that that happened to, that that goes on in real life. I can't even, it blows my mind that someone has the audacity and the gall to want to do something like that. But I digress. I don't want to get all mad on here. I want to stay positive. And with that, I want to stay positive and take it to this girl. I was scrolling some articles yesterday. This girl, man. So first, <laughs> so this girl's name is Hayden Montrose. So she's a teenager who has alopecia. Alopecia, I guess... Um, Makes you not have hair. Or it's like a disease that takes your hair away or something. Hold on, I wanna get the facts. So let me um let me make sure I'm right. Don't yell at me. 
Sudden hair loss that starts with one or more circular ball patches that may overlap. Occurs when the immune system attacks hair follicles and may be brought on by severe stress. Okay. So this girl's fully bald. Like you would see with like a um, someone going through chemo. So she definitely lost all her hair. So hopefully that's not all from stress. But when I saw alopecia and I saw her bald, I was very confused because I was actually thinking of propecia. I was like, wait, I thought that gives you hair. But no, I was thinking of propecia and I felt like an idiot. But anywho, it was the sha at the end. So there's an article about her. She's only 17. So on, uh, she's on TikTok. So she has 147,000 followers on TikTok. And she made a video about um, why you should date her. Or perks of dating a girl with alopecia. Like she says, you get free food. Wait, why would you get free food? Oh, she gets free food. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not the brightest. But, um, okay, so she gets free food, not probably because people feel bad for her. Um, so they'll give her free food. Um, and someone commented on it and said, wait, free food? I think we're getting married. Um, she says her goal is to just teach more people about alopecia and its pros and cons because alopecia is a very common thing. So most people are unfamiliar with it. Once I started TikTok, I've gotten a lot of support from it. So it seems like a lot of people like have fallen in love with this girl. Uh, she's really cute for being bald and everything, you know. Um, and I'm glad she's finding like the good in it, you know. And that's something that that made me think. Is we all have our things, right? We all have our um, things that we may not like about ourselves that we deal with on a daily basis. Um, you know, maybe we have maybe some type of mental illness. You know, everyone kind of has their own kind of depression or anxiety. And um, it's about loving yourself for that, even if you have that. You know, because there's a reason that you were given that. There's a reason that we have the things we do. You know what I mean? No one's perfect. Even if you look on Instagram, there's no one perfect. They may have the best body and they may look sexy as hell, but guess what? They probably deal with IBS or something like that, you know? Um, they might have severe depression. They might just be putting on a face for the gram, you know, but then after that picture they're they hate their picture. They hate themselves. I'm not saying that's every person, but I'm saying that's probably out there, you know, so it's very important to embrace your flaws, man, you know, because in that way, if someone tries to make fun of you for it, you could brush it off. Walk, just walk away. Or in this case, like, they'll probably just say it on the internet because no one says anything to your face. So they'll probably just say it on the internet. So all you got to do is just 
delete the comment or just don't pay attention to it. Because that person's probably thinking, like, you have something that they don't. But they have no idea how you are at home. They have no idea what you go through. You know, so really embrace your flaws and embrace. Um, and you don't have to think of it as a flaw. It's part of you. If it's part of you, it's not a flaw. You know, just embrace it. And find a positive way to spin to spin it. You know, not everything about yourself has to be negative. Yes, you always want to work on yourself because there's a difference between loving yourself and um, allowing yourself to live longer. And I think those two have to be brought together. I think to allow yourself to live longer, you have to love yourself. And that's and you can do that by eating correctly. You can do it by exercising. You know what I mean? You can love yourself the way you are. That's that's why I encourage. But there's no shame in working on yourself. That doesn't mean you just stay the way you are. Then we would we wouldn't get anywhere. You wouldn't make any progress. The whole reason for this life is for us to create something for ourselves and to do stuff for other people and progress our character. Progress our um, views. And, you know, like, whether it be physically, whether it be mentally, whether it be spiritually, you know, there's so many different things that we can work on ourselves with, you know? So this girl just really, like, opened my eyes to... What you should think about yourself. Because I'm sure she gets stares all the time. And she doesn't like it. She's sick of it. I wouldn't want to get stared at all the time. You know what? But she holds her head. Her uh, she, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know what that was. But she holds her head high. And she, you know. Keeps her chest up and lets people stare at her. Because if you want to stare at her, you know what I'm saying? Just stare at her. She don't give a fuck. And we shouldn't either. We shouldn't give a fuck what people say about us. Because that person wants what you have. That's why, that's why they're making that comment. That's why they're saying shit. It's easy to type words on a keyboard, man. They know you're not going to find them. So, so thank you, um, Montrose, I think her name is. Oh, Hayden Montrose. Um... For this, so I hope a lot of people. I mean, she has a lot of followers on TikTok, so 147,000. So I hope she reaches a lot of people with that, and they get inspired and they um, just get better. That's why we're here, man. Get better every single day. We're not here to fucking sit on our mom's couch and eat Cheetos and watch Netflix. 
But, um, anywho's, <laughs> I can't help but laugh at this because I watched it over and over again. So there's this place in Fort Worth, Texas called uh, Hertz Donuts. And, you know, like, I've been, like, craving, like, one of those donut places. Like a, like a duck donut or, like, a voodoo. Or, like, this place has it. I know there's, there's a place in the mall I got to stop at. It's at, um... Shit. What's that place called? Oh, I'm trying to figure it out. Because it's going to bother me. Oh, the Dapper Donut. And they made like these little donuts and they're all like different things. Oh my gosh, and it looks so good. I should have got them when I was there. Um, but definitely, uh, maybe this weekend... I might go and have to pick me up some. Because they look banging. Alright. So this girl. <laughs> keep in mind. These donuts are $2 man. $2. So she takes. They have like the Homer Simpson donut. And they're, it's called the Homer. Actually. So she took two home, Homer style frosted donuts. Before running out of the store. Hold up. That happened Friday, August 30th, around 2.43 a.m. Hold up. Why is there a donut shop open at 2.43 a.m.? That's the weirdest thing I ever heard. Is it like a 24-hour? Dang, hold on. All right, let's watch her steal, steal these donuts. She dipped. Zoop. And there she goes. You know what may make this funnier? If she fell. If she fell on the way out, it would be hilarious. But she just swiped those things. So, okay, that might not be the funny part. The funny part is how the Hertz Donut people reacted. So, so the dude's like, no, I'm not going to press charges. It was $2. Like, what the fuck? I don't care. Um, so, he typed something on Facebook. And it's it's a bit punny. So he says, wow, that's messed up. We're the victim of a hurt and run. I guess this is what happens when you Instagram your Instagram career isn't taking off and you can't afford your donuts. Someone come get your girl. Hurts Donut wrote on Facebook. So <laughs> he said, wow, that's messed up. I think she was too big to be a meth head, though. Um, we were a victim of a hurt and run. He says, someone come get your girl. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, people crack me up. They either make me laugh or piss me off. Like, I'm never, like, on an even keel with people. You know, unless I'm dealing with people with my business. It's a whole different story. It's different. I'm so different. I was thinking about us. About this the other day. I'm so different business. Like business Ben. And regular life Ben. It's like two different. Um, social. People. You know. I react so. I like act so well around. Um, P- 
people like business wise. But then when it comes to my regular self, I'm so awkward. Like, I don't know what it is. Because, you know, um, you know how someone says like, oh, like, enjoy your movie. I'm one of those guys that says you too. And I'm trying to stop. I'm trying to stop it. My heart is like, it just comes out of my mouth. Like, I don't really like, it's like vomit. It's just like you too, you know. And, um, you know, my wife always gets a good laugh out of it. So that's good. That's the positive spin on things, you know? So, <laughs> so yeah. It's hilarious. Hurt donuts. Hurts donuts. That's making me hungry now. But, um. Let's see. But yeah, guys, so tomorrow, you know, September 11th, just um, just take a moment to yourself and really think about, you know, when that happened and where you were and what you were doing and just be grateful because you're blessed to be here and you know, um, hopefully you didn't have any family members in there and, you know, um, it's really, it's a really sad thing and I hope it never happens again. I hope our, um, military intelligence and all that kind of stuff is, you know, keeps that stuff away from this country. And no matter what had happened from it, all that doesn't matter. It's the matter that it happened here. And it's it affected lots and tons of people. So. Anyway. <clears throat> before I let you guys go, I want to make sure, like, you know, um, to when you... I don't even know what I'm trying to say, dude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, I want you to subscribe on Apple Apple Podcasts. So, subscribe to that. Uh, leave a review for me. And um, when you subscribe on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment if you need to. Um, I do want to see some comments on... I was thinking about it, and I don't know what to call you guys. Like... The Strong Tower listeners are like, I want something cool. So if some of y'all can like think of something, that'd be pretty dope. So maybe like the Strong Tower fighters. I don't know. Something like that. Something cool where I can, you know, intro with. And, you know, I think it'd be uh, cool to listen to what you guys got to say. So um, definitely like, subscribe. Uh, leave a comment and make sure when you subscribe on YouTube, you ding that bell. So that way, when I, when I put out a video um, every Thursday, that you get notified by it. Because a lot of people aren't finding their videos or seeing me pop up. So just make sure you do that. And um, you know what? Thanks, guys, for listening. STNutrition.com. Peace.